Well, folks, now that the writer's strike has come to an end, the late night talk shows are back in action and nobody was ready to get back to work more than Jimmy Kimmel, because as he explained it Monday evening, he's got a whole lot of catching up to do with regard to Donald Trump. In fact, he began his monologue Monday night by reading a text from a staffer's mother. And the mother said, please don't make the whole monologue about Trump. Kimmel addressed that text saying, that's a no can do. I'm backed up like you cannot believe. And he's taunting us. He was here in California over the weekend for a fundraiser. And then of course, Jimmy Kimmel (laughs) played a clip Uh, The clip that's gone viral, of course, of Donald Trump talking about the low flow showers in California and how everybody in Beverly Hills stinks because they can't take proper showers. And Kimmel responded to that by saying that ridiculous man had the nuclear codes for four years. Wait until he finds out about the showers in prison. Um, (laughs) And he continues because he talks about the part where Donald Trump says we should dampen the forests to just stop the forest fires. Like there's so much rain in other parts of California. Let's just divert the water down there to where the forests are damp. And Jimmy Kimmel said, (laughs) supporters from all around the Southland paid $600 a pop for bright new ideas like this. He is so right. Why didn't we think of dampening the forest? That should be his slogan for 2024. DTF dampen the forest, obviously a play on what DTF usually stands for. Um, and if you don't know, don't look it up. But anyway, I love how Kimmel points out all this crazy stuff that Donald Trump is saying, right? And this man had the nuclear codes for four years. At any point during those four years, Donald Trump could have ordered a nuclear strike and no one could have stopped him. That is a power that resides with the president of the United States alone. That's how terrifying this is. And I'm glad that Jimmy Kimmel is back in action and able to remind everybody how dangerous and mentally incompetent Donald Trump is. Because like I always say, Kimmel is speaking to an audience that's there to be entertained. They're not there to learn about politics. And a lot of these people in their day-to-day lives typically do not get into politics. They don't read political news. They just go about their lives. So Kimmel being gone from the air for what, five months, I think it was. What happened in that five months, folks? Donald Trump's poll numbers went way, way, way up, right? I'm not saying it's because Jimmy Kimmel was not on the air to remind people, but technically I can't prove that it's not because of Jimmy Kimmel not reminding people how bad Trump is, but there could be a correlation there is all I'm saying. But Kimmel, of course, continued. Trump is now facing 91 felony counts, 91 felony counts. It's like all of Melania's birthday wishes came true at once. Every time something Trump happened in the news, I would get texts asking me if I was bummed. We didn't have a show that night. And mostly I was fine. But the one that really got me was when they booked Trump in Georgia and he self-reported his weight at 215 pounds. I almost crossed the picket line for that. If I were the judge in the case he has going on in New York right now, I'd start the trial by saying, look, we're going to get to the fraud thing, but first hop up on this scale, big fella. If he's 215 pounds, that means he is 30 pounds lighter than his last physical. When he was president, he was 245 pounds, which means he is either lying or the Colonel is now frying his chicken in Ozempic. He then of course went on to hit Donald Trump for trying to 
fundraise off of his trial saying, and he made a t-shirt out of it to sell his fans. Now this to me is classic Trump. He is selling a never surrender shirt with a picture of him in the act of surrendering on it. Also true. It's good to have people like Jimmy Kimmel back out there. It's good to have the public that doesn't regularly consume political news being reminded of all these things that they may not be constantly reminded about because the public needs to hear these things. So it's good to have these voices back. I'm glad that uh, the writers were able to get what they wanted from this. And hopefully Kimmel continues to go out there and beat the hell out of Trump every night because that's what needs to happen. So of course, Donald Trump's fraud trial, as we all know, got underway on Monday. And before Trump went into the courtroom, he spent some time on Truth Social, bad mouthing the judge. After the trial, he was bad mouthing the judge. Tuesday, he was bad mouthing the judge before and after the trial. But it, but it's what happened during the lunch break on Monday, like the first day of the trial. They'd only been in there for a couple hours. And Donald Trump during lunch, while he was waiting for the bags and bags of McDonald's to be delivered, uh, cause I'm sure you've all seen those photographs. That was, that was classic Trump to be honest with you. But anyway, Trump goes outside during the lunch break and trashes the judge, like in the middle of the trial goes out to talk to reporters about how much he hates this friggin' judge. Here's what Trump said. This rogue judge, a Trump hater, the only one that hates Trump more is his associate up there, his person that works with him, and she's screaming into his ear on almost every time we ask a question. So we won the case in the appellate division, and this judge refuses to acknowledge the appellate division, meaning he's got contempt for his own court system. Like, that's like 100% not true, by the way. I don't even know what he's talking about because it doesn't even exist. He continued... And you don't get much worse than election interference, especially when you're talking presidential election of 2024. So this judge should change his ruling because Palm Beach County said he was totally wrong and he was ruling based on them. This is a judge that should be disbarred. This is a judge that should be out of office. This is a judge that some people say could be charged criminally for what he's doing. He's interfering with an election and it's a disgrace. Now, some people are saying this judge could be criminally charged. He's not saying it. Some people are saying it and you will never learn what people that is, right? Some people are saying there's never some people. A lot of people are saying there's never a lot of people like he does that to kind of run interference for the horrible thing he's about to say. Um, Here's the thing, bud. Thanks to Alina Habba's screw up, you don't have a jury trial. Every decision that is going to come from this court is going to come from that judge that you just openly and publicly on television said should be not only disbarred, but possibly criminally charged. You think that's smart? Like, do you really, really think that that's the best route to take this one person, judge Arthur Ingeron holds the fate of your entire company and your properties that you love so much. One man holds the fate of those companies in the palm of his hand. And that is judge Arthur Ingeron. So routinely going out there every single day and pissing him off saying he should be criminally charged. That is literally the dumbest thing you could do. I mean, honest to God, I can't think of anything dumber 
for Donald Trump to be doing right now with regard to his fraud trial. And I know what you're thinking, like, but Farron, the judge can't let their personal opinions get in the way of, you know, the facts of the trial. That's not what I'm saying, but it will be the judge's personal opinion when he decides on the punishment, because he has a whole range of things he can pick from. And the more pissed off he gets, the more severe the punishment could be. And it's all totally legal, by the way, for him to do that. But if Donald Trump went into that courtroom and showed a little bit of humility, if he went out and talked to reporters and said, listen, we, we believe we're in the right here. I've got great lawyers. They're going to do their best. And, you know, hopefully at the end of this, I'll be exonerated as I should be. That's the kind of statement you give. You don't go out there and attack the only person on this planet that holds the fate of your businesses in the palm of his hand because he can and hopefully will throw the book at you when this is all over just because you pissed him off so much. And it is important to remember that Donald Trump has not been totally terrible inside the courtroom. No, no, no. He's more reserved and, you know, he is staring daggers at the judge, but he's not having these kind of idiotic outbursts. He's saving that for his lawyers. So he's putting on a brave face for the public, right? So that his base thinks, oh, he's a big, tough, strong man taking on this judge. But every time he walks in that courtroom, it's solemn, it's sad, and it's pathetic because that's exactly what Donald Trump is. For some reason, Alina Haba is still acting as Donald Trump's lawyer in his New York fraud trial, in spite of the fact that she is the one who pissed Donald Trump off by not checking the box to have a jury trial. Even though, by the way, Monday evening, after it was revealed, she was the one who screwed up so badly. Monday evening, she goes out there in the media and she's like, that's y'all don't understand how it works. Like, that's not what happened. But the judge literally told her that's what happened. So Alina Haba, before the thing even goes to trial, had screwed up so badly that Donald Trump is still whining about it to this day. But it was during her arguments the other day that Alina Haba became so animated to the point where she was literally yelling at the judge that the judge had to, uh, mildly, of course, scold her for raising her voice. And the funniest part about it is that Alina Haba was getting angry and animated in court, according to the people that were in the courtroom, not because she was very impassioned with making her points, but because she was falsely accusing the judge of lying. Let me read you this exchange. This is from Raw Story. Um, when Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, stood to complain about a number of issues, she got so animated that her voice became louder and louder. It began with Haba complaining that there wasn't a jury. The judge informed her that she didn't check the proper box or file the proper form to elect to have a jury trial. Next, she lambasted the judge for incorrectly declaring the value of Mar-a-Lago at 18 million. He stepped in to correct her that he never said that. He said, hang on, I never said that. And he didn't, he didn't say it. His ruling that came down last week said that there have been valuations for property appraisal that put it at that. Uh, when she finished with her comments, Judge Ingeron had to ask that the lawyers lower their voices because Habo was shouting so loudly. So she also, by the way, attacked other members of the court. She, uh, she, she brought up points that the court 
had already struck down, according to these reports. She got into the politics of it, attacked Letitia James, saying that she ran on the get Trump record, which is literally what Trump has been posting on social media. But Alina Haba did not get up there as a lawyer and offer any legal points, right? It's bad enough that she's literally shouting at the judge when shouting was not necessary, but she didn't make a single legal argument. Okay. You're not in court as Donald Trump's spokesperson. That's your job. Once you step out of the court, that's what you got demoted to because you suck so badly at lawyering. And for some reason you're still his lawyer on this case. And that's going to come back to haunt him. But you went up there acting like you were giving an interview to Fox news, not like you were trying to convince a judge that your client is innocent of the charges against them. That's bad. Like honest to God, I say this every time and I mean it for the love of God. Let me see her law school transcripts. Let me see the results of her bar exam. I, I don't, I, I refuse to believe it. She has proven repeatedly this week, repeatedly that she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. So either, you know, there's something happened and she, you know, was a whiz kid at taking tests, but sucks in practice, or she just threw her brain out the window. The moment Donald Trump hired her, I don't know what it is, but this is a bad, bad lawyer. In my opinion, if you're going to get up in court and get animated, it better be because you're excited about the evidence you're presenting, not because you're trying to make political arguments to a judge that's getting pissed off that you're shouting at him. But that's exactly what Alina Haba did. And her very presence in that courtroom makes it unlikely that anything in this trial will go Trump's way. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.